everybody. Welcome back to Unclassical. Welcome, everybody. We've been nattering on for like ages, and so now we're like, okay, um, let's talk about something with a bit of structure. Weird. Um, I'm Marsha. Weird. And I'm Katie. And this week we are plunging into episode four of Wuthering Heights. Wuthering Heights. Heights. And you know what the drill is by now. If you're listening to this and you don't know what we do, well, you're starting at a very odd place. At least go back to the start of Wuthering Heights. Yeah, and then we'll explain what we do then. So, without further ado, shall we get into Wuthering Heights? Yeah. So, just for a little recap Recap what happened. Yeah. So... Heathcliff went off for a couple of years. He's come back. He, him and Kathy have been hanging out again. They've been chilling. Um, they've been chilling. They've been relaxing and chillaxing. Netflix and chill. No, they have not been doing Netflix and chill. There is a husband. They have. Well, well, well. I don't think that would really stop them, to be honest. <laughs> um, then, so now Heathcliff and Edgar, who is Kathy's wife, had had a had had Kathy's out. wife. Well, <laughs> we are supportive of females here and we don't ascribe to tired to stereotypes. Edgar is totally the wife. Hey, that's not how we think around here, Katie. That's not. I don't know where that came from. Anyway, so yes, Kathy is Edgar's wife. <laughs> <laughs> just just had to get it out somewhere. I love the patriarchy. What can I say? <laughs> so, um, they put, so Heathcliff and Edgar have had a falling out. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> falling out and a half. It was all very dramatic. Yeah. Go back to episode three for, for recaps. It was great. Yeah. Um, and Kathy has worked herself up into a, a, one of her rages. Mm. And if we all remember, we've been told Kathy can't have rages. Everyone must just agree with her because as a Victorian woman, she can, simply can't hack it. Yeah, she had a fever and she's very frail and uh, she'll die. <laughs> she will. So she's so the fact that now she's worked up into a rage and she is keeping this one going, <laughs> it's not going very well. So Kathy is in a bit of a state and she's trying to work out where her loyalties lie, whether it's to Heathcliff or to Linton. Well, I mean, both bit shit, aren't both they? both rubbish. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like... Neither. Just go out on your own. Like, you know, neither's an option, yeah. right? Like, right? Both like, fuck off. Literally, like, just go be free, Kathy. Be free. Go, be, go do you. Kathy, hook up home. Don't go home. Just fuck Don't go home. <laughs> well, to be fair... Wuthering Heights is more her home than it is Heathcliff's. Oh, that's like, true. Technically. Heathcliff, jog on. I mean, I'm sorry, you, you were adopted and it is kind of your home too, actually. I feel bad. <laughs> but you're annoying me, so ship on out. But also you abuse everyone you come into contact with, so fuck off. Yeah, you've stayed your welcome. We brought you up. Yeah, you... That's like, you are terrible. Yeah. I mean, I know they mistreated you, but you know who didn't mistreat you? Isabella. Linton's oh sister yeah um, Linton, sister Linton's sister who has a crush on um Heathcliff and Heathcliff said he'd like rip her nails off if she scratched him and we we're like whoa <laughs> wow uh, okay that, then that really escalated huh yeah it it really did so yeah so anyway so um Kathy goes on about well if I cannot keep Heathcliff for my friend if Edgar will be mean and jealous I'll try and break their hearts by breaking my own and that will prompt a way of finishing all when I am pushed to extremity like dude don't kill yourself over yeah. them they're not worth it they're not worth it and also they're not worth it manipulation I mean there's a lot of angles here like Kathy just just let it go let it go so She's basically started to lose her mind at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it is, it's written like it's her own fault, but she's clearly not okay. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. to, to, to like force yourself into that level of um, discomfort, there's, you know, you do need some and help. She's not very comfy. <laughs> she's not. Like, you know, to the point where she is like, like self harming and stuff. And it's like, it's all written like she does. Like things like she, I think there's a bit where like she like bites her lip to the point where it bleeds Ooh. and like just like smashing against the walls and stuff like it's. She, I mean, like from because Nelly's a bit of a bitch. Yeah. She's like, oh, she does this for attention. It's like, yeah, but if someone's doing that, they they do need some help. Yeah, they are That's, calling out for help, but, Nelly, and usually help would be uh, received. So please, yeah, please, if you would. So yeah, yes. uh, so she goes on like um. She's working herself up into a rage and um, Nellie's sort of like just being a dick about it and goes on to say, she she rang the bell to um, to let break with a twang. I entered leisurely. 
It was enough to try the temper of her saints, such senseless, wicked rages. There she lay, dashing her head against the arm of the sofa and grinding her teeth Ooh. so that you might fancy she would crash them into splinters. Oh, to be fair, I'd be Mr. like, you, you stop that right now. Like, that that's putting my like, teeth on it. Possessed. Yeah. You're, you're... Like, is she possessed? Is she exorcist girl? Um, literally. Mr. Linton stood looking as he um, at her and told me to fetch some water. She had no breath for speaking. I bought a glassful, as she, but she would not drink, and I sprinkled it on her face. In a few seconds, she stretched herself out stiff and turned up her eyes, while her cheeks, at once blanched and livid, assumed the aspect of death. Linton looked terrified. Has she died? There is... There is nothing in the world wrong with uh, the matter, I whispered. Oh, sorry. There is nothing in the world with the matter, I whispered. I did not want him to yield, though I could not um, help but be, be, being afraid in my heart. She has blood on her lips, he said, shuddering. Never mind, I answered tartly. <laughs> and I told him she had resolved previous to coming on, exhi on exhibiting a fit of frenzy. Like, no, she's not okay. You suck, Nelly. You need a bit of Nelly, I think, I think she's dead, mate. Like, <laughs> we, we need an adult. We need a responsible adult right here, right now. <laughs> And then he's like, I'm here, not you, you're far too mean. You're far too mean, you're a bitch. Like, she's literally like, looks like she's dead. You're like, oh, grow up. <laughs> oh, why don't you just stop being so sick? <laughs> it's not all about you. Yeah, Kathy's not having a good time. And so all this is going on. Uh, Nelly finds herself out in, the, out in the garden one evening. And she starts hearing some weird noises. Ooh. My surprise and perplexity were great to discover by touch more than vision. Miss Isabella's Springer, Fanny, suspended to a handkerchief and nearly at its last gasp. I quickly released the animal and lifted it into the garden. It was hanging. I had seen a f yeah, I had seen it follow my mistress upstairs when she had went to bed and wondered how much it could have possibly gotten out there and where, what mischievous person, mischievous person, murderous psychopath. Yeah, I feel like in case anyone didn't it, quite though. follow that, she's literally just found a dog like hanging in the garden and they had to like cut it down before it died and not that it makes any difference because all dogs are precious but it's not like a working dog it is a pet dog it's isabella's yeah. pet dog so yeah she's a bit like that's for fucking weird. i'd fucking knife someone if they did that to our dog oh my god i would actually full-on murder them i'd be like i'm not i'm not being funny you don't touch the dog yeah i will kill you I'm... oh my god i batter the bitch right i, 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 I mean, so I'm... hard yeah please continue I, I i'm hooked so in the distance when she's brought the dog down and you know it's choking a bit but it's all right she hears like um hooves galloping in the distance it's and then well, well what do you think they might discover the next morning it is to find isabella's bed empty dun, dun, dun. okay so either isabella's like i've got to get out of here I ain't taking the dog <laughs> make a quick end of that or Heathcliff has come and kidnapped his Isabella and hung her dog so turns out her and Heathcliff ran away to elope did she um, know he was hanging her dog or she hung the dog we don't know just yet but we'll find out well, um, and after do. two months after two months um, Nellie receives a letter from Isabella yeah. basically being like um yeah I have regrets yeah. can you come to like uh, Wuthering Heights and see me because I am sinking into a very deep depression. <laughs> he is not a good person. Did anyone know he said he was going to rip my fingernails out? That might have been a nice little heads up. Literally. And so she says in her letter, is Mr. Heathcliff a man? If so, is he mad? And if not, is he a devil? I shan't tell my reasons for making this inquiry, but I beseech you to explain, if you can, what I have married. That is when you call to see me, and you must call very soon. Like... <sighs> Poor Isabella. And so in her letter, she goes on to describe what her first impressions of Wuthering Heights are. Um, she's not and been so there before. She... She's been there when she was a kid, surely. Everyone's been around Wuthering Heights. Yeah, so she's been there when she was a young child, yeah. but she hasn't been there for a And like, also, that was when it was it like kept a bit nicer. Oh, right, yeah. Because like, she's only ever been there when Nellie lived there and kind of maintained she the place. Like, I remember the nice house. This is a fucking shithole. <laughs> Basically. So... Firstly, and like, I, like there are some things in your like, where, like a part of you is like, get a grip, Isabella, but then you have to remember the time and remember that she has never in her life been without a lady's maid, yeah. and so it's a big culture shock to her. Mm -hmm. But so when she arrives, he literally drops her off, chucks her off the horse, and he's like, "Here you go, then," and fucks off. <laughs> so she's like, "All right, where does he go?" Oh, you got things to be getting on with, then, love. Like, fucking yes. Off many things manly I mean, mysterious things i mean that's just heathcliff in a nutshell <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Manly mysterious things. We should like write a um little character profile for all the characters we come across. Uh, I'm manly and mysterious. Heathcliff. Mysterious and manly is me. <laughs> is me. It's about like I just really like Heathcliff. I think he's really great. I really love it. It's really love. It. I hate him. <laughs> Basically, poor Isabella. Mm. Um, and so yeah, she's like, so she's like um chucked in there on her own. Yeah. Um, and she sees Her- Herriton. Yeah. Do you remember Herriton? Herriton. I hope. I assume that's how it's meant to be pronounced. Herriton. I love it. I it's have to say it Herriton. with a Scottish accent. Herriton. Literally. Because <laughs> Herriton. Because you can't just say Herton. 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 Sounds weird. Oh, what, what accent is that? Herton. That's a little bit... That's almost northern, like a bit Herton. Brummie. No. It, it's Herton. It's in Herton. And then I saw Herton yeah. down pub. And I said Herton. No. I saw Herton. Herton. No, it's more, it's, it's no, more north and that's Herton. Oh, uh, can I do Yorkshire? Yorkshire. Hearth, Hearthton. <laughs> no, I guess gone back Hearthton. into Scottish. <laughs> Has to be Scottish. <laughs> when your name is so um, is so Scottish, you can only say it in a Scottish accent. <laughs> you Hearthton, Hearthton. Don't you be Hearthton. Yeah, Hearthton. <laughs> don't you be Hearthton. Don't you be Hearthton, my boy. Don't you, you don't, no need for you to be Hearthton anymore. I'm here. <laughs> I'm here, Hearthton. I shall protect you. So yeah, Hareton has grown up simply wild, um, raised only by Joseph and Hindley. Mm. Um, Hindley's just a massive alcoholic. Joseph's the same as ever, just like this old horrible guy. Oh, I don't know if I've said before. I hate Joseph. He's this old like kind of um, stable guy, oh, kind of right. sort of like lives in the house, and all he speaks quite a lot, and all everything he says is written phonetically. Oh my in, god, like, I hate that in books. It's like a different language. Everything. I'm like, just is tell like me he has referenced. a fucking accent. I will put the accent Literally. on in my head. And also because he speaks in like old English as well, so everything is like everything is like translated. It's like you might as well be speaking Japanese for all the understanding uh. I get from it. And so he's just there like, are you calling? Are you calling? Yeah, and it's like, I hate you. you sound and he's like just a like typewriter in a washing machine. Literally, always oh, the worst. Um, and he's just like super religious, and he's like, are you? Are you? And it's just like yeah, it's, and that's how it's written. That it's just vows. <laughs> I wonder. Our, our parents live in Devon, and their neighbour Gordon is the most Devonian man you will ever meet. I wonder if he would understand it. I reckon he would, because I mean, like, I mean, it's clearly a Devonshire accent, yeah. or you know, deep West Country accent. Yeah. That's literally how Gordon <sighs> speaks. Like, I'm sorry, we're probably being really offensive to people right oh, now. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> it's a it's a charming sorry. accent. <laughs> It's more the old English terms he uses. Mm. Like he'll just what he'll be trying to say is like you can sit by the fire, yeah. but you know like Cockney rhyming slang. It'll be like airs to fire, last come light us too, and you're like, what? You're like, Quite yes. Airs to fire, last Well, I just heard where's hey. the biscuit, which seems like a, 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 no, a, a relevant thing, thing to be asking. Yeah. So that's Joseph, and I hate him because. I find it really annoying that every time I read a, like every word he says, I have to flip to the back of the book and see what he's actually fucking saying. I hate him because he makes me work harder and he's different from us and therefore he can't be trusted. <laughs> Accurate. When did you I mean, become a, a Trump supporter? <laughs> oh, yeah, Trump's gone. I mean, hopefully, because, you know, I mean, has it, has it all been confirmed now? Yeah, well, Biden has won, he's won. the election. Uh, this is obviously going out well after this, so... um. Biden's won the election. What's going on in the future? Trump is suing everyone and anything. <laughs> I don't think he's fully thought out yeah. any of his uh, things. Oh my he's god! Suing. Imagine if he went bunk. Imagine if he went bankrupt. How good would that be? Oh. Like if he spent all his money on suing people. It'd be so funny. It'd be beautiful. We're waiting for a shootout at the White House, which won't have happened yet. He um, doesn't have to leave till January, so I'm sure a lot of it's still up in the air. But uh, Biden has yeah. legally won. Just whether that means anything i mean hillary kind of won without the college vote so. that's what i'm worried about because hillary won and then we still ended up with trump so i'm just worried that's gonna be like biden won but uh trump's staying on like why oh, we don't want that we don't want him someone kill him kill him dead so so yeah um that, that that's what's happening at this present time who knows in the future <laughs> who knows so anyway yeah so isabel is greatly distressed because the place is just a shithole mm. and she's like can someone show me to my room? And they're like, fuck, fuck off. Yeah. Um, and she's like, okay, well, and they're like, and so they're basically. I'm not saying like, yeah to her fucking off, by the way. Pick one. Like, I was, you were like, tell yeah. me fuck off. I was like, yeah, Isabella. No, I don't agree yeah, with that. Yeah, fuck off, Isabella. <laughs> um, we love a good bit of victim blaming here. Yeah. Everyone else does. Poor Isabella. <laughs> so she's left to like just find her own room, and she's like, okay. Well, she's like, can I go to Heathcliff's room? And they're like, no. And she's like, I am his wife. And they're like, 
yeah, you can't go to his room. Everyone's so um, mean like, to it's her. It's locked. I know everyone's so mean to her, and she goes to like give um. I mean, overstepping boundaries, but different time period. She goes to give Heriton a hug because she's like, oh, we're cousins by law, by uh, yeah, by your yeah. laws. <laughs> aunt, aunt and niece. Aunt and niece by law. Aunt and niece. Yes. Well, once a man. Aunt and nephew. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> confusing aunt and nephew by in-laws because kathy and yeah yeah um so she goes to give him a hug and he's like like fuck are you touching me you slimy bitch yeah, <laughs> he's like why? oh has he particularly met her before why does he hate her because he's been raised pretty much by joseph and hindley and they're just hateful old bastards <laughs> you're different from us and therefore can't be trusted why does that apply to so many things literally it's just because humans suck so yeah she's having a bit of a culture shock Poor Isabella. And she finishes her letter by saying, I sometimes wonder at him with an intensity that deadens my fear. Yet I assure you, a tiger or a venomous serpent could not rouse terror anywhere equal to that which he awakens. He told me of Catherine's illness and accused my brother of causing it, promising that I should be Edgar's proxy and suffering until he could get hold of him. I do hate him. I am wretched and I have been a fool. Oh, she's like... It's, it's proper domestic abuse. I just want to go back to something you 100%. said a minute ago when you said it's a culture shock. Can we call someone going into an abusive relationship? Like, well, it's a bit of a culture shock. It's <laughs> a bit of a culture shock. I'm not used to being abused, but, you know, well, um, that's, the, very, that's the situation. Very, it's just like not what I'm used to being horrifically abused. I'm sure maybe I'll get used to it over time. <laughs> over time, over time. That's basically what everyone says to her. I, this is what I, was gonna, like, I imagine this is more the things people would say back to you, just like... Oh, I suppose it's just a bit of a culture shock, isn't it? Like, no, he's fucking abusive and horrific. Please let me come away from here. Oh, you'll Literally. get used to it. Oh, he's a cat. There's a bit later on, I'll say it now because it's not a spoiler, but there's a bit later on when Nelly and her are talking and she has like this massive spiel about all the horrible things he's done to her and how she hates him, how he's evil. He's done this, he's done that. And it's like, you know, two pages long of all the awful things he's done. And then Nelly just goes, hush, hush. He is a human being. There are far great worse men than he. And it's like, oh, fuck off, Nelly. That's, oh, it reminds me of um, when I was at uni, there was this guy that liked the look of Katie when you were literally like, how old were you? Like 15? Yeah. And he kept sort of like saying like, obviously not now when she's older, when she's older. And I was like, Connor, back the fuck away from my sister. And he was like, oh my (laughs) God, she could go out with someone worse than me. And I was like, Look, what, like someone who's more of a Peter? Yeah, like just because like there are murderers and rapists in the world, by comparison, that doesn't make you a good match for my sister. Fuck That's off. That's what guys seem to think, isn't it? Like, you could do worse than me. Yes, I could literally date a slug. Yeah. <laughs> and it, to be honest, I'd have you and the slug. I'd take the I'd slug. I'd take the slug. Way less maintenance. <laughs> yeah, like, it's such a shit argument, isn't it? Like, if you, I guess I say something, you know, like if you had to live in a cardboard box you'd be like well it could be worse you could not have a cardboard box or getting yes, punched in the face good. every day like i could cut your arm off well, I'd, I'd rather neither <laughs> yeah it's like well, it's, i mean it's not neither's neither's great yeah. like <laughs> please let me be really want, literally so yeah nearly nearly's a prick later on but that's actually later on um where are we <laughs> So Nellie agrees to go see Isabella yeah. um, and she has like a meeting with Heathcliff in which she's like, look, um, oh, which Heathcliff is like, I would demand to see Cathy. And she's like, you can't see Cathy because you'll probably kill her if you see her. Because in case you haven't noticed, you're quite volatile. Yeah, and she can't um, handle that right now. <laughs> and he's like, oh my God, if I don't see Cathy, I'm just going to like, I don't know, fucking kill Isabella or something. Oh. I can't say I'll kill her, but it's like, he's like i will bring blue murder down on everyone if i do not see my kathy and it's like no i'm not saying you can't see her like in the future i'm saying she's really ill right now yep. so you can't see her right now that's all i'm saying he's like nah! why don't you stop like, screaming so cool. for a fucking second and listen to what i'm fucking saying do you want to fucking kill her no then shut the fuck up and wait you little bitch literally like so then she's like anyway i've had enough of talking about kathy i'm here to talk about isabella and he's like <laughs> what mm. and she's like I mean, you'd think maybe she'd start with, like, can you not abuse her? Yeah. <laughs> We're just going <laughs> to go out on a limb. Abuse, not really cool. It's not cool, but she doesn't go down that road. She's like, look, Isabella is used to a certain standard of lifestyle. I thought you were going to say... You have to hire look, a maid. Isabella is annoying, to be fair. No one's going to begrudge the odd slap. <laughs> <laughs> the odd slap, she is annoying. I will grant you that. She is very annoying. But this whole sustained abuse thing, let's just get her a maid. It will shut her right up, mate. <laughs> Basically, what she says. Yeah. And he's like... No, I like the idea of her being down for it. It amuses me. It what him? It amuses me. It amuses me. me. 
have some likes. <laughs> no. Just like, will I you like make her, you. Will you make her suffer. I like you being miserable. <laughs> Literally, and she's like, can she not have a mate? No. <laughs> no. But you can afford can, one. Can... It's not nothing to do with money. I like her being miserable. <laughs> Literally, it's like, it makes me happy. And then he goes on to say, she degenerates into a mere slut. She is tired of trying to please me uncommonly early. You'd hardly credit it. By, by the very morrow of our wedding, she was weeping to go home. However... She shall suit this house so much the better for not being overly nice. And I'll take care she does not disgrace me by rambling abroad. What? So she can't escape. Like, she'll love it here because we're, we're all dicks here. <laughs> Basically, like, she'll be better for not being very nice here because, well, have you met us? <laughs> yeah, we are awful, awful people. Also, just to, I mean, I've never really thought about the origin of the word slut, but I always thought it was more of a modern word. I think it's um, slut shaming no, th- really originated uh, long ago. It really did. Sorry, really did. everybody. So... I have to plug. You might be picking up movement on my mic. Sorry, sorry. Has that charged it? Yes. Okay, carry on. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. So then he goes on to say that when he came to pick her up, because Nelly's like, "Look, mate, you can't be abusing mm. her. It's really not very nice." And he's like, "Uh, she likes it." And she's like, "I don't think she does." And he's like, "No, she does." That's, Listen to this. That's a literal thing that they've had to make it. You can't now use as your defense against murder in court that it was sex games because they were like, um, "Okay, maybe very, very occasionally a sex game will get out of hand and someone will get killed." But literally, like every guy that was being done for like murder against their partner was just like sex game <laughs> like you came out to her car like, and hit no. her in the back of the head with a hammer yeah she wanted if you it. can't tell the difference between fun and games mm-hmm. and literal murder you should still probably be in prison because clearly you're a threat <laughs> literally and now they've had to make it you can't use that as a defense just because literally every man was being like every man being accused of murder against his partner a large don't come at me for every man you all fucking suck um <laughs> literally <laughs> like, um yeah uh, we're just... my favorite response to that is though is like Oh yeah, well every man will respond to this saying, not every man. Mm. You. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it was just being like used way too much. Like, okay, we're just gonna have to stamp this out because y'all, y'all shady and shitty as fuck. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So him you're being like, cool. she likes, cool. she likes being abused. It's t- how many fucking hundreds of years has it taken us as a society to be like? Actually, it's that's not a decent so argument, sir. That's not, that's not a thing. We don't. Yeah. Um, but he goes on to say, the first thing she saw me do on coming out of the Grange was to hang up her little dog. And when she pleaded for it, the first words I uttered were, a wish that I had the hanging of every being belonging to her, except one possibility. She took that exception for herself. Like, so... <gasps> That's not, that's not her. And then like his reasoning for her liking being abused is that she then went with him willingly. It's like, no, I think the fact that she went with you willi- willingly. Because you're going to kill her. Is, is you're like, if you don't let me kill your, your dog in front of you, I'll kill you too. Yeah. Like. I hate <laughs> him. He's the worst. Before I said stuff about him being like abused, me feeling sorry. I take it all back. I mean. This is the thing. Like, that's the thing. And early, when I was like reading back over it, writing my notes, I'm like, oh, I feel sorry for Heathcliff. Remember what he tried to do to the dark? I hate that bastard. I hate him. I hate him. Oh, my God. At least the dog survived. Okay. I've taken this on way too hard. The dog survived, Marsha. The dog's... I feel like honestly, I need to self-soothe for a little bit. I'm just going to suck my thumb. This uh, honestly in the, my notes in the book, I just sort of like just remember the dog survived. <laughs> like the dog's okay. The dog is okay. The dog is at the Grange. We like the Grange. I mean, Crazy Kathy's there, yes. But <laughs> crazy creepy Kathy. She's not gonna hurt. She doesn't hurt dogs. Oh my god! And then and then this poor girl. So she thinks her dog's dead because they've left it hanging, and she's had to go off and be yeah. um, fuck. What's the word when you force someone abused? Oh, yeah, I was gonna say force someone into doing something coerced into marrying him yeah like, i like i mean it doesn't say so in the book but i like to think because then when nelly does talk to her i like to think she's like by the way your dog's okay oh, like yeah. it doesn't actually cover that but i like I to bet think it, they happened. don't you're just like let's just make these people decent normal humans like the dog's okay she comes in and like <laughs> isabella can't bring the dog thing up she's too traumatized and nelly's like oh she won't care about that and there's no point bringing it she up again. Care. It was a horrible evening. What's the point discussing it? Literally, oh, they're just the worst. <sighs> Hang on. Oh yeah, so a little like a week later, um, he finally gets to um. 
It's because I've written in my notes, I miss Darcy. So I was like, when did Darcy get into this? (laughs) Oh, wait, I do miss Darcy. Surely, though, like, let's just reflect on how good Darcy was by comparison. comparison. He'd never hurt a dog. Mm -hmm. He he wouldn't. He'd just hurt your feelings and your pride. But, like, not on purpose. (laughs) Like, by just being awkward and useless. Listen back to our Pride and Prejudice special. Yeah, like at least at least Darcy was just useless at stuff. He wasn't just downright. Abusive. Yeah, he wasn't a monster. <laughs> yeah, he was. He Darcy tried. <laughs> he was trying to be a good guy. Heathcliff is literally like. I feel like he's telling someone to hold his coat and just watch him while he, while he, while he tries to be the most horrific person ever. Literally, like hold me back, hold me back. Let me go for. And it's also just like, but why are you exhibiting the abuse on? like people like Isabella like you've got beef you've got beef with Edgar because he had the audacity to marry the girl you fancied but she also married him so easy victim I was watching or listening I can't remember um this to this thing a while ago and this guy was saying how he recruited um sex workers basically so he could like be a horrible abusive pimp to them and he said one of his pickup lines was that he would go into a bar and say um which woman wants to buy me a drink then and he was like, and whoever bought me a drink, their confidence is pretty fucking low and they're pretty downtrodden. And that would literally be like my in to be like, okay, you're going to be easy to manipulate. Right. So that's why he's gone for someone who's weak that he can manipulate and abuse. He's not going to kick up much of a fuss. God, I really hope he's going to die. I still haven't finished reading it. I don't know. <laughs> God, we are sailing close to the wind here. Is that the We are. The I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway. Where did we get to? So he finally is, um, like, tries, try, like, comes back to the Grange to see Kathy. And Nellie's like, mate, you can't see her. She's very ill. Like, you will kill her like, if you come in. So please listen to what I said. Fuck off. And he's like, no, no. I know for a fact that Linton's out of town. I'm coming in. And she's like, for the love of God, fine. You can have five minutes. Yeah. Um, but be calm. Just so Don't be a little bitch. Yeah. So you might think that this might be like a like a romantic, loving, beautiful reunion. Mm. No, I I, I didn't that. think that, but okay. <laughs> I think it's gonna be awful. They're both terrible people. Oh god, they are. So when he arrives, he sees Kathy, and bearing in mind they they haven't seen each other for a few months because like he ran off and like decided to abuse a new wife and everything, <laughs> yeah, and she's been locked in the start house, being killing crazy. dogs. <laughs> Exactly. So they both had their time, mm. um, but basically all her long dark hair has been cut <gasps> off. It's gone really like fair. It's gone really like thin and like gone white, and she's like lost loads of weight. So Why she just looks it like this. Cut? Probably because she might have cut it herself, uh, or just for maintenance because she could didn't wash or something. Yeah, like cause uh. she's been. So it's it's more like it's been cut by necessity mm. rather than like as a punishment or anything. <laughs> so it's like you're really downtrodden. Or, and might die. It might have started falling. It might have started falling out because of the stress, and so they so like they might have cut it to try and keep. Some weight out of it, yeah. So like, yeah. you're really sad and depressed, and now I'm going to take your hair. You're so mean. <laughs> so it's not like it's mean that they've cut yeah. her hair. It's like a necessity thing. Yeah. But yeah, so she barely is like she's like barely recognisable. He's like, you're so not Heathcliff fit is... anymore. I'm outy. <laughs> I mean, so they have a bit of a cuddle and a snog, and he's all upset because she, yeah, she's like. I mean, they're just all like kissing each other. It just says like kept kissing her. It doesn't say on the lips, but I mean, yeah. Or <laughs> else he kissing her. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> That's phenolic for her. Um, Thanks for spelling that out. <laughs> In case anyone didn't get that, Connellingus. Connellingus. Um We're so nice. Why do Why does everyone think we're really nice, elegant, like nice young ladies that discuss literature? I was gonna say I don't think I've heard the word elegant used before. Nice, I've heard. No. <laughs> elegant. No, I've heard nice. I've definitely heard well spoken. Well spoken. Yeah, nice. Cornelingus. There probably people who don't listen to the full podcast. I always find our yeah, to the introduction comes out like a proper like halfway through the episode. So um, and actually, there's always a drop off from the first bit of the episode. So yeah, uh, anyone who's still sticking around to this point, you know what we're like. We're a couple of datty girls. Yeah, no. <laughs> datty. So, yeah, they're having a kiss in the cuddle and Kathy then takes this moment to decide to blame the whole situation on him and Linton and be like, look, you've killed me. Look at me. This is your fault. I used to be fucking radiant. Look what I've become. And it's all your fault. Like, I I thought we were having a nice moment, but okay. And he says, don't torture me till I'm as mad as as yourself. (laughs) Like, we don't all want to be minging like you, Kathy. Like, give it a rest. 
<laughs> I love their romantic conversations. It's so loving. Um, and he cr- he cried, wrenching his uh, himself free and grinding his teeth. Oh. Like, why did why did you guys want to hang out? She again? ground her teeth before when she was bashing her head. They clearly both kind of yeah. have the same angry ticks. Oh, they're gross. Mm. It's because they grew up as brother and sister as well. Yeah, let's like come on, guys cross some boundaries here also i'd like to just point out throughout all of this nelly still stood in the doorway (laughs) like she's been stood there (laughs) she's been stood there watching the first lot of snogging now she's watching the argument so yeah now they're arguing to be fair you don't have netflix back then i'd be like fuck off am i going downstairs (laughs) this is my entertainment like for the yard literally so yeah um and so he's like being like you're not the Kathy I fell in love with and she's like you're not the heathcliff i loved like where's he like that's not you and it's like so you you don't really like each other. No. You like the idea of each other and the incest. <laughs> That's what I'm getting from I you guys. Look, I just really wanted to fuck my brother. I wanted to fuck my sister, but I just don't think it's going to work out. Oh, boo-hoo. <laughs> I guess we're both pretty angry. I guess so. Um, like, so they're just being awful and appalling. Um, now, you may think that there may be a bit of romance and how they're snogging and getting off with each other. That might be a point of some eloquence and maybe a bit of Shakespearean English mm. and... You know, maybe they'd have some, like, nice romantic words for each other. Their eyes met no. across the room, the sunlight rouging her pallid cheek. No, because they, they go for each other again with the snogging, mm. and Nelly describes it as thus. Hang on, though. They're just like, look, we hate each other. Oh, should we just give it another snog and see if there's any spark? Yeah, might as well. <laughs> yeah, might as well. I mean, it's all it's all very passionate at this mm. point. So Nelly describes it as an instant they held asunder, and then how they met. I hardly saw, but Catherine made a spring, and he caught her, <laughs> and they were locked in an embrace from which I thought my mistress would never be released released alive in fact my eyes in fact my eyes she seemed directly insensible he flung himself into the nearest seat and upon and on my approaching hurriedly to ascertain if she had fainted he gnashed at me and foamed at, and foamed at the mouth like a mad dog and gathered her to him with greedy jealousy like katie ew. i've seen the full story that's going on here have you not seen it that dog no. wanted to be with kathy Therefore, the only way for him to be with Kathy, he saw, was for him to put his own doggy soul into Heathcliff. And so he had to nearly <laughs> kill himself. And then his soul jumped out into Heathcliff. He ran off and he's like been abusing um, Isabella. So there's no like romantic thing there. So he can come back to Kathy. And uh, the dog's walking around with Heathcliff's soul in it. But because it's a dog, no one's talking about it. That's why Nelly didn't bring up the dog. Because she was, didn't want to be like, he's alive, but he's a real asshole now. <laughs> he's <a real laughs> he's, asshole. he's attacking everyone. Like he lived, but then he kept attacking everyone. So we had to put him down. <laughs> maybe that is I see it. literally I see it. the story <laughs> I mean I gotta say this dog's a smart dog he does some clever things later on <laughs> it's a very clever he's like right now that I've got Kathy what else can I do I'm gonna get the grange <laughs> like, I'm gonna build my empire <laughs> <laughs> this is such a smart dog a good boy <laughs> he's not a good boy he's a very bad boy oh, yeah true clever boy clever bad boy clever bad boy clever clever bad boy but, yeah, so, okay. yeah, but... he gnashed and growled at her <laughs> <laughs> like, and then gathered her more green foamed at the mouth like dude you got you got a little spit <laughs> this has reminded me of something that happened the other day okay being in lockdown has made me weird all right i think it's made everyone a bit we weird, know but i was already weird so i didn't need far to go um, when I find something really cute, I meow. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> we were driving down the road the other day and two people had their dogs on the pavement and they were talking to each other and I had the window wound <laughs> down and I was getting like Tourette's and I just looked out the window as we were firing. Meow! <laughs> they were all like, oh! And started laughing. I was like, why the fuck did I do that? <laughs> that's not okay. <laughs> I don't really know what quite to do with that. <laughs> I can't stop meowing at things. You just have to stop meowing at strangers in your car. I saw the dogs. Meow. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah. So, any fellow if anyone wants to be friends with Marsha and like talk to her so she's not quite so lonely, that'd be good. Yeah, get some normal like social boundaries back in place because apparently I've lost them all. 
It is difficult to keep them, though. I do get very used to burping and farting at will. Yeah, yeah, same. And then you're at work and you're like, oh. Oh, cat, cat. I get angry if I have to hold a fart in. (laughs) It's going to hurt my tummy. I've gotten to a point recently where I've started to need wheeze so so deeply that it makes me think I need to poo as well. (laughs) Oh, I get that, yeah. Yeah, and then I'll just be weeing for like a solid two minutes and I'm like, oh, I don't need to poo. It's just a lot of wee. All the wee. That was a lot. <laughs> that was all stored up in there. So anyway, back to yeah. the story. He's gnashing and growling at people, which foaming at the mouth, foaming like... at the mouth, which apparently I'm only a few steps away from. So. <laughs> apparently so. Marsh has been meowing at strangers, so it's all going great. Um, and it's like, so yes, yeah, this is all just very weird. Um, and like also, Nelly, again, maybe you should leave. Yeah. <laughs> give, give him a minute. <laughs> So, Maybe she's um, like, though, if I step back and leave, I'm going to come back and she'll be dead. Like, I don't trust him. Yeah. Well, to be fair, like, he, he did grab her very forcefully and grab her into the chair. Like, yeah. She was into it. But it's like, and then Nelly runs forward to be like, Kathy, are you okay? Yeah. Because like, let's not forget, she is she is very fragile. Yeah, he's snapping off. So after the snogging frenzy, they again begin to argue because this is how they do. They're dynamic. Um, and about, and so Heathcliff, I mean... To be fair to him, a little bit, but also he's the worst human in the world, so I don't really have that much sympathy. Mm. He's like, you know you've treated me horribly over the last few years. And she's like, shut up, I haven't. He's like, well, there was all the times that you abused me, like, along, like, you know, you didn't help me when I was being abused by your brother and all of that. And then, like, you told me you loved me and then you ran off with another guy and uh, that kind of hurt. And then you didn't talk. Then, like, you know, I went off for three years and you didn't try and find me. That hurts, Kathy. That hurts. That hurts. Like, well, facts. I mean, you haven't been great either, Mr. Dog Hanger. <laughs> He's like, touche. 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 Dog Hanger slash abuses his wife. Was given an option not to be so abusive and said, no, he likes abusing his wife. Like, you know. Literally. Glass houses, Mr. Heathcliff. Literally. So, well, that's kind of. I mean, she doesn't care about um Isabella. I don't even know if she knows that that Isabella's yeah. situation. They might have kept And has anyone seen Isabella? She's been very quiet lately. I'm used to hearing her bitching. <laughs> Yeah, like, I'm used to her being here. I actually don't mind Isabella for the most part. Yeah, she's alright. So, yeah, they're all, they're arguing away. Then, But then, obviously, in their way, Heathcliff comes out with, Kiss me again, and don't let me see your eyes. I forgive what you have done to me, but love my uh, I love my murderer. But yours? How can I? Saying, because, like, he's like, you've done this to yourself, Kathy. It weren't me. You've done this. Oh. Like, so you're murdering yourself. And he's like, but damn, I still want you. Yeah, I still, I, even as a corpse, you was rocking it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it's like but it's also like how accepting like because he considers her like his abuser as well yeah so it's like guys this is all so messed up do you kind you of you really should see other people feel this is what johnny depp and amanda Heard's relationship was like oh i don't know <laughs> i mean with that like so I haven't done a huge amount of research into it i don't think either party is 100 percent innocent no. i and like a lot of don't, don't get me wrong, I definitely think she has treated him badly mm. and he doesn't deserve that in any way, shape or form. But I also think to some extent that she probably hasn't been treated amazingly mm. either. Maybe she was worse than him. I don't know. As I say, haven't done a lot of mm. research into it. But um, all I'm saying is Chris Brown, we know, abused yeah. Rihanna and he's still allowed to make music and everything. And I like I'm, I do think it's wrong that Johnny Depp has been like sacked from... Like his career has basically been destroyed and hers is carrying on. But there is there is like a witch hunt for her. Like everyone oh fucking hates her. I'm just like Yeah, she has like All I'm saying is if this were if this were the other way around, I, we'd all be accepting it and being like, Yeah, but he probably had anger issues and he's and like he's probably okay now. Yeah, literally. Chris Brown. No, she gets like so many death threats and everything. Like I, they both sound like they've got so many issues. Like, I don't want to be in a relationship with either of them. But... Yeah, like I don't think it. I don't think it's fair that he necessarily lost that court battle where he was branded a wife beater because I'm not saying he is. I don't know if he is. This is the thing. Um, I and... was like, I don't know what his line of defense was. Like whether he was like, look, okay, if you were to like chalk up all my uh, behavior, I probably have been what qualifies as abusive. But I never hit her. Like it's the beater bit. Yeah. Like, but then maybe you did hit That's her. The thing. I think. I don't know, but then there's definitely cases of her hitting him, and that's mm. also unacceptable. And she's a horrible person for doing that. Yeah. But one thing I, and you know, he might be the loveliest man in the world and not have done anything, and in that case, I'm very sorry for him. But one thing I find annoying is the amount of things I'm reading where it's like, 
I know Johnny Depp and he's no, definitely not a wife beater. And it's like, well, yeah, fucking people love Ted Bundy. <laughs> yeah, like, literally. Oh, that's so ridiculous. Like, that doesn't mean jack shit. <laughs> yeah, people are like, so, I've watched all his movies and I've never seen him play a wife beater. Like, oh, yeah, and great. like there's things like, so many of like and you know i'm sure he was i'm sure he has been lovely to his ex-partners and maybe he is completely innocent in it that's completely Mm. possible but just the fact that this seems to be the only evidence that's coming to light people being like well he can't be because renona widerson renona that's (laughs) That's the only reason she was maybe she was brought up in the court case actually i can't remember but the only reason they bring her up like can't say a fucking name (laughs) yeah but like because like oh you know his ex-wife who had his children with was like he has never been like that to me and i'm like well maybe not people change yeah literally like also, it's like stressful. Like it's not an argument. Situations like you don't know how people are going to react until they're put in those pressure pots. And like I say, they both sound awful. Yeah. So if he's being treated by someone awful, he might respond awfully. <laughs> but then also with that, like you know, if she was abusing him and then he did hit her in self-defense, and so that's why he's being classed as a wife beater. That's also unacceptable. Exactly. Because you know, that's that's like, what I've this... heard her say, and it doesn't excuse her behaviour. Because I mean, I'm, like I said, I haven't researched it enough, but. Um, some of the clips I've heard her saying, she was like, it's not the same if I smack you and then you punch me. That's not the same. And um, it's, I mean, it's not because there is a physical difference, yeah. but at the same time, that doesn't excuse like, her what? smacking him, but then also exactly. it doesn't excuse him punching her. Like, like I say, no, both awful. But then again, like, so obviously I'm, I'm a swoman, but if like, say you're a swoman, someone smaller than me, I'm a small woman. I'm a swoman. But then say, I'm a swoman. <laughs> if someone, like, let's say a teenager, like, it would be completely unacceptable for me to ever punch a teenager. Oh, but sometimes they're but fucking if, like, asking for it. Sorry. <laughs> but, like, but, like, if, like, a teenager came to me and was, like, slapping me around the head, like, proper coming for mm. me, and I was like, fuck off, and get and punch them once, yeah. you'd kind of be like, in that situation, you'd be like, that was self-defense. Yeah. Like, there's a difference between one slap and a full-on punch. Yeah. But then it's also, if you're constantly coming at someone and being like, I'm going to kill you, I'm going to kill you, and you're slapping and clawing at them, and they're like, leave me alone and punch you once, yeah. and they inflict more damage because they are stronger mm. than you, it's kind of like, but the build-up to that, they react, they yeah, rela- the relaxed on you. Yeah. Like, so, again, at the end of the day... At the end of the day, if like, I see, if I'm single and I see them pop off on twind- uh, Twinder, yeah, that's what we call it, Tinder, I probably won't be matching. No. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there is a difference between generally, like, I mean, you just shouldn't hit anyone, like, but it's like that thing isn't like, you can't ever hit a woman. I'm like, look, if a woman's like abusing you and you need to like have self-defense, you can hit that yeah, bitch. Yeah, you can knock them out the way. Like, you, yeah. Yeah, like, that's fine. You can protect yourself. Like, like anyone can protect themselves that's the against thing. anyone. Right. Exactly. So that argument from her, I'm like, that's not an argument. Like, the way you're phrasing it, it could be, because, you you know, like, one slap, one punch, they're different. But if you're hurting someone and they react in self-defense, they're allowed to do that. So, So, the whole thing's messy That was a long tangent. Yeah, I kind of forget how we got into it. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, abusive relationships. (laughs) Yeah, because Kathy and Heathcliff are just basically like, you're an abuser, no, you're an abuser, fuck me. <laughs> so yeah, they're having a great time. Yeah. Um, I'll end that note just saying I hope both Amber Heard and Johnny Depp both get the support they need because yeah. they're both clearly very ill. Yeah, they. Oh my god, they both need some fucking support. Like, yeah, literally step also, out of Hollywood like, like horrible eye for a bit and yeah. yeah, come away. Go to your island, Johnny. Do you still have an island? Go to your island. Get an island if you He'll don't. Feel better. If you, anyone going through an abusive relationship, if you don't have an island, get an island. Get an island. You can't get. You can't get an island, girl. What are you like? <laughs> so yes, they are being quite abusive. Now, where did we get? Um, so yeah, Heathcliff um, is saying that he doesn't mind that Kathy's basically murdered him by killing his soul, but he's angry with her because she's letting herself die by being insane. So there's that. Yeah. Um, and clearly she has severe issues and Heathcliff's in a way you can kind of be like I can see where you're trying to come from being like it's one thing to do this to me but the fact you're doing this to yourself is unacceptable you need to sort you need to look after yourself yeah. and you're like okay but you're not saying that you're saying kiss me, kiss me. you dirty bitch stop killing yourself it's terrible <laughs> but I kind of like it I kind of like it because you're all vulnerable so, but kiss me and then I'll make you better all you need is a bit of tongue in your mouth literally so it's all a bit like okay um <laughs> 
And then, so they hear Mr. Linton coming back, and Nelly's like, Heathcliff, you gotta go. <laughs> you gotta go, um, go, 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 go. And on the, He'll punch on the you way in the throat down, again. Like, literally. <laughs> so then Kathy works herself up into a frenzy oh, because he's, this he's is leaving. What we were trying to avoid, Heathcliff. Well, that's exactly what Nelly says, and she says, That is the most diabolical deed that you ever did. When you're all done for Master, Mr., when you're all done, we're, we're all done with you here, Master, Mistress, and Servant. Ooh. So she's basically cut the tie. But, um, Nelly. He has an abused wife back home. Can you still... You can't cut ties with him. You need to be there for Isabella. And also, that is the most diabolical deed you ever did. I think hanging the dog and abusing his wife was worse. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah, you can tell Nelly's got some fucking favourites. Like, I'm done with you. What about Isabella? Ah, fuck the bitch. <laughs> fuck the bitch. What about her dog? It's a brat. It's like, a brat. Okay. Yeah, now I'm looking after it. If you want to kill it again, it's fine. It's fine by me. So he leaves Kathy all worked up. Um, but he's like... And she says so she's screaming and everything. And Heathcliff is like, well, I'm not going home while she's in that state. She's really ill, we know, Nelly. And she's like, I know. I'll come back tomorrow, Kathy. Sure you did. Well, you'd think, but no. Well, I think he almost does. He's like, I will not leave you. And Nelly's like, well, you have to leave her for a bit at any rate, because Edgar's home. And, Sorry, well, aren't men just so well, fucking annoying? If Nelly could be like, um, look, okay, it's obviously upsetting you, so we're going to let him chill here a bit longer. I'll go downstairs and talk to Edgar and explain the situation. And he's like, can you both just bear in mind that if we escalate this, she could literally die so shall we chill the fuck out but they're both like no men <laughs> like this is the thing isn't it like men you need need to calm down, need to calm down. Being you're being too, too loud. loud literally you're gonna kill your wife <laughs> and your sister girlfriend you know what maybe you should leave <laughs> <laughs> i i think you should leave <laughs> so but so he's like i'm not so he's like, fine, I will stay out in the garden so I don't make more of a frenzy up with Edgar. But She's I'm like, not. I'm going to stay in the, in the garden, garden. Walk out the garden, go out the gate, shut it behind you, and fuck off. <laughs> And fuck off. <laughs> but so she's like, well, okay, Heathcliff, I don't have time to deal with you right now because she's having a wobbler upstairs. So yeah. whatever. Stay in the garden. Um, so he stays in the garden all night. Edgar stays by Kathy's screaming, wilding ways. Oh. And then during the night, a child of seven months old, is born to Kathy. Who knew she was pregnant? I didn't know until this point, but now there's a baby. Seven months old from conception. <laughs> yes. As in a premature baby. Not fully ripe. <laughs> seven months old, how you would normally age children from birth. Uh, and I was like, how long have you been in there? I was like, oh, like they just found a seven-month child in the house. I was like, Casey, what the fuck's been going on? No, no, she she birthed a young, she birthed a, she birthed a premature little toddler, little okay. not a toddler. That's, that'd be gross. I know, you can tell these baby. people are pro life As seven months old, seven month old child. No, it's like a minute old child. It's been born, but it's been born prematurely. Don't call it a seven month child. Yeah. <laughs> literally, but so yeah, it's pre premature. It's pre wrinkled. It's not very good. Yeah. And so, what do you think they're going to name this baby? Prune. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, would be fitting, but no. Please make way for Kathy 2.0. Oh, of course, it's Kathy 2.0. Also, lol. Uh, it's all gross and wrinkly, like it's mum. <laughs> well, lucky. Well, I mean, now our dear listeners might be thinking it's going to get a bit confusing with Kathy Senior and Kathy 2.0. Oh, it's never you fear, never dear been. listeners. Two hours after little Kathy 2.0 is born, Kathy Senior pops her clothes. Oh, Kathy Senior, bye, you terrible manipulative woman. <laughs> so that's the Kathy's dead. And you gotta love the sexism for the time. Yeah. So obviously everyone's very upset. Mm. And so, but Anelli reflects on Edgar's own upset, uh, uh, upsettingness. Uh, up, obsession? I was gonna say obsession, but upset. <laughs> Depression? Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, Edgar's distraction at his bereavement is a subject too painful to be dwelt on, um, on, on its after effects. Um, its after effects show deep through um, the, the story. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> you know when you start saying a sentence, like at some point it's going to make sense and you reach the end deep and you're like... Deep in the story, he was sad, and but let's not think about that. 
the end. <laughs> so basically, um, basically Nelly's saying she doesn't want to go into too much of his depression because it was depressing. Yeah, my God. Um, but she does say, a great addition in my eyes was his being left without an heir. I bemoaned that as I gazed on the feeble orphan, it's not an orphan, her dad's still alive, yeah. and I mentally abused old Linton for what was only natural, particularly the securing his estate to his own daughter instead of a son. Sorry, so Nelly's saying this. Yeah, so it's like, Who's upset to go? I'm confused. What? Is that is that to go? I feel like she's projecting, being like, "Oh, he must be extra sad. What a bastard! Because it's a girl and not a son." Like, I think he's sad because he really loved his wife, and his wife just yeah. died, and he's got a very pre- premature daughter who's not looking good for either, to be honest. At this point, also, they are Victorian. Hang on, when Heathcliff, Heathcliff, I really struggle saying that, rocked up, and um, we said like Kathy had lost weight and stuff. How did no one fucking know? <laughs> I mean, there is a thing about some... If you're really, really skinny, sometimes baby bumps don't show very much at all. Mm. Like, there have been things, hasn't there? Like, there's been quite a lot of things, like, with people not realising they were pregnant. You can also have, like, the baby, into... like, up the back. I, I, that sounds so stupid, but they're, like, rotated. And then they rotate yeah. them, and suddenly, like, boom, <laughs> you got a big bump. Yeah. Oh, does that not really stretch your skin out, like, too quickly? Uh, that's what I thought, but... um. Eh? Imagine if it ripped out, <laughs> like, alien. <laughs> least maternal people oh someone i know i can't remember how this happened um she basically her leg muscles expanded too quickly like she bought them up too much and her skin ruptured and she had to spend like weeks and weeks in bed with this skin like knitting together i think months (sighs) that makes me want to die i was like just chill out at the gym yo God, it's just, it's not worth it. <laughs> just stop. If your bulging Sit. muscles are bulging out of your fucking calves, then you can still have a rest day, all right? You can have a rest day. Calm down. You gotta calm, calm down. down. You're bulging right out. You're bulging right out. Your calves are too loud. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh yeah, so Nelly then goes out into the garden being like, I probably should tell Heathcliff he's, he's a bit dewy. <laughs> I think there's even a line in it where he's like, he looked dab. And I was like, well yeah, he's been covered in dew all yeah, night. Yeah, he's been outside. Sitting out there in the grass. I mean, creepy. go home. <laughs> Literally, go home. You live like a few miles away. I'll call you. I mean, I won't because phones haven't been invented yet. But I will send a boy. That seems to be the thing. Yeah, like, don't you'll hear. Yeah. Don't worry. Um, so yeah, she goes out into the garden and she's like, look, mate. She's dead. Mate, things uh, escalated a bit after you left. And I did say, don't get in a frenzy or she'll die. And what do you know? You should have fucking listened. And yeah. Um, so yeah. And he's like, no fam. Um, like, while she was busy dying, did uh, did she mention me? And he's like, <laughs> well, no fam. She was busy dying and having a baby. So she was a little distracted. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, she didn't mention him. And the he says that he wishes... The audacity of this man. Sorry, I know. So, yeah, Nelly's like, well, I think she was a little preoccupied to be mentioning you. And also, Edgar was there. So it might have been awkward if she did. She might have been thinking of you. Mm, <laughs> I know. Probably not. I can't she read minds. A... <laughs> I can't... I'm not bulimic. <laughs> not bulimic. <laughs> <laughs> Just, okay, uh, I'm not being awful to people with eating disorders. Eating disorders are, ter- are terrible. It's a joke from Zoolander where one of the characters is like, I became bulimic. And they're like, you can, you read, can read minds. minds. And then they make loads of jokes about um, eating disorders not being a big thing. But anyway... <laughs> Oh my god, yeah, they do. I forgot about that. They are. They're just like, oh my god, bulimia is uh, not a thing. It's a great way to shift pounds. We all do it. Oh my god, uh, are you having a disease that make you totally hot with the guys? <laughs> uh, wow. I forgot about. I blocked that bit out of my memory. Yeah. I just remembered that you can read minds. Read minds. That funny. That's a uh, early noughties uh, cinema right there. Yeah. yeah. When? Uh, what was it that Kate? Kate. Mm. What's the supermodel called? Kate Moss? Kate. That's the one. I was like, it's not Kate Bush. <laughs> it's not Kate Winslet. <laughs> it's not Kate Blanchett. It's not Kate Princess of something. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't Kate Moss's slogan then. It was like, nothing tastes as good as skinny feels. Yeah. And it's like, oh, oh no. Kate. Cheese is really nice. It's, and bread. Oh. <gasps> I'm going to have a brain cram. Pasta. Pizza. Oh, but just spaghetti. Oh, the... mm. Our dad's not been very well, and mm. we're going to go down and see him soon. Do you reckon we can get him to make lasagna for us? One of the things with him being ill is that he can't really taste anything anymore. Is it really mean to get him to make delicious food for us? What if he gets the flavours wrong? <gasps> to be fair, I made the last lasagna. Shall I just make lasagna? 
Yeah. I'll make yeah. lasagna, you make some cookies. Sorted. Alright. Alright. Uh, it was very interesting for everyone. I gotta fucking love food. Literally, every time I'm on my break at work, I just message James. James, like, so, what's for what's dinner? For dinner? <laughs> Tell me. I want to think about it in my last three hours of work. Yes. I wish to fantasize about oh it. Oh my god, all the fantasy. Look, if I don't think about food, the demon's coming. <laughs> I, have to, I have to block them out with cheese. <laughs> Literally. Stay back, Satan. It's a very creamy camembert. <laughs> and she's like, I have brie in the fridge. <gasps> Back you go to hell, demon. <laughs> can you imagine, like, so if I ever went to a therapist, like, how do you deal with your issues? Cheese. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we don't do that. Oh, but we do do that. Oh, but we do. We just don't tell you about it. <laughs> uh, delicious, delicious. Anyway. Delicious, delicious carbs. Anyway. Well then, Kathy's dead. <laughs> We've got a baby called Kathy. So from now on, when we say <laughs> Kathy, unless we're referring to past Kathy, hey, we had a thing. We weren't going to call them both Kathy. So dead Kathy is Kathy. What's the baby called? Well, so well, I'm going to call Kathy dead Kathy, Kathy Senior. Yeah. And I'm just because we're now in lockdown 2.0, it feels quite fitting that it's Kathy 2.0. So yeah, so a couple of months passed and everything and Heathcliff's basically been like after he found out that Kathy didn't mention him she he's like oh I hope she never rests in torment I hope she rests in torment um how dare she leave me um I hope she never rests in peace and comes and haunts me so I won't be without her and it's like again I see that you have a romantic intention by that yeah. by saying that you don't want her to ever go but how fucking selfish yeah, of you let her rest in peace I want to be on my own she can't rest and it's also the fact that he could be like i don't want to be on my own and then someone could say but that means she'll never be at peace like oh yeah fair enough but he's like i'm fully aware and i never want to be on my own ergo she can't be at peace literally it's like such a selfish bastard so just go home and die but don't hurt isabella yeah isabella's been through enough die and leave isabella all your money thank you yeah so um a few months later pass i don't don't think it's that like literally a little while later Mm. like not long at all maybe it's a week i think it's a week yeah um Isabella turns up at the Grange and she's like oh all right Nelly how's it going um can I come in for a minute and then she's like just really cool about the whole thing and she's like uh could you put Kathy's baby away like obviously I'm sad about Kathy but I've kind of been through a lot and don't want to think about it and on the one hand you're like fair enough but also put it away like put it in a drawer (laughs) like it's a baby yeah he's looking I mean, there is. I mean, Isabella did not deserve what happened to her, but she is still a prick. Yeah. Like, <laughs> She's great, April. She is a prick, and this is where she goes into like just the spiel about like, look, I've run away from Heathcliff because he's really fucking abusive. He did this. He did this. He did this. He did this, and it's like this huge long list. Yeah. Like here, like I mean, he was neglectful, and then when he wasn't neglectful, he was abusive. Mm. So it's and neglect is a type of abuse, but you know yeah, what I mean, exactly. like physically and emotionally abusive, like on mm-hmm. point. And although it's never really said, like I'm pretty sure he's sexually abusive to her as well because. <laughs> Like, I mean, she's not clear, she's clearly not consenting to getting into bed with oh, him. Oh, yeah, because he's point. horrible. And, yeah, and it says, like, and you said earlier, it was like, she stopped wanting to please me very early, and it's like, Ew. Mm, that's so Cause gross. Oh, yeah, because you kicked things off with a little bit of casual dog murder. Yeah, like, that's not hot. It's not foreplay. <laughs> it's not. It, I mean, and if it is, it's really bad. <laughs> yeah. That is a very specific kink, and I don't want to know the people who, who like, rise to that. Oh, God, no. So, but anyway, Nelly cuts her off, like, hush, hush, he's a human being. Be more charitable. There are worse men than he is yet. <laughs> like, fuck off, Nelly. At this Time point, to get I'm not sure. Sea. I'm not sure there are. I would like to know of these men. Not meet them, but to know of them. Also, uh, Nelly, right now you're being worse than he is yeah. because you're victim blaming and telling victims to be quiet. Nelly, get in the yeah. sea. You need a bitch break. You need a bitch break to the sea you go, bitch. To the sea, you bitch. So that just really pissed me off because mm. I was like, no, you stand by your fellow, our fellow women. I mean, obviously we're more angry at the men in this situation. We're not more angry at the women who aren't abusing, but still, don't stand by and let abuse happen, Nelly. I'm just... So... I'm angry at everyone, Katie. <laughs> everyone's awful. I, I took a minute like, who am I more angry at? God, that's 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 quite the question. <laughs> I mean, at this point, I'm least angry at Edgar. I think I, I'd forgotten about Edgar. <laughs> so. Yeah, he hasn't been very prevalent. That's the thing; he's not very prevalent. And like, to be fair to Edgar, he was quite manipulative and like emotionally manipulative to Kathy at the beginning. He was, but since she got ill, he did just basically become her full-time carer. Well, so she was very and manipulative really... towards him too. It was kind of their farm. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of their farm. <laughs> And, like, I mean, at this point, he is just depressed. But he is actually a very doting and loving father to Kathy 2.0. So, and when he calls, like, oh, Kathy 2.0, <laughs> in light of my life. Yeah. 
Because I... Out of everyone, I mean, to be fair, out of everyone at this point, the baby's probably being the least offensive. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't have much beef with Kathy 2.0 apart from... And that's not even yeah. beef with her. I was going to say the beef would be about her name, but that's not her fault. That's not her fault. I mean, she cries a lot, but babies do, you know? It's not like they're actually being In vindictive. Fact, I give credit to Kathy 2.0 for being born two months early, being Victorian, and still being alive. Yeah, uh, you've got to hand it to her. To a sickly mother. Yeah, she, I mean, Kathy 2.0 is fucking winning. She has got the survivor I mean, instinct strong. She has. Yeah. She's doing great. So Isabella basically runs off to London mm-hmm. and has a baby. So, yeah. She was, so she was already pregnant. She didn't, like, just self-fertilise. No. <laughs> no, she was already pregnant. <laughs> I don't think she knew she was pregnant at this point, though. Apparently no one knows they're pregnant. <laughs> Until it just pops out, like, oh, what do you know? <laughs> um, so whenever Heathcliff sees Nellie in the village, he's like, where's my wife? And she's like, I'm fucking telling you, you're horrible. Yeah. And he's like, but where's my, where's my child? I know she's had a child. And she's like, I ain't telling you that. I will tell you, she named after her brother, though. He's named Linton, not Edgar. Linton, as in their last family name. Like, weird. Right. <laughs> Shall we leave it there today? I mean, Kathy's dead. Kathy 2.0 is on the scene. Isabella's off with her baby. More on that. Heathcliff's trying to find her. Fuck off. Back right off. And uh, guys, if you've enjoyed what you've heard here today, you can look up Unclassical on all the socials, really. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. That's it. <laughs> Drop us an, an email if you want to at email.unclassical at gmail.com. And if you really liked what you've heard here today and you want to uh, help us to carry on chatting about domestic abuse and making a right pig's ear of it, you can uh, support us on Patreon and just Google Unclassical Patreon. It'll all come up. Bye, guys. It was nice talking to you. We'll be back next time with more Kathy. Well, we won't be back with Kathy Senior. Yeah, she's dead. She did. But we will be back with Heathcliff. <laughs> yeah. so, so we'll catch up with him next week. Yeah, speak to you later, guys. Bye. Bye. For fuck's sake. Bye.